0: Look, he's gonna do a Gram Bam body slam. Take a fork in him. He's
1: done.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the International Baseball Community Podcast. I'm your host, David Burns, and this is episode number 26. Uh, This is a special one for me because it's the first time I've interviewed somebody that plays independent baseball in Japan. Uh, I've heard a lot lately about players going over and playing in these independent leagues. So I did a little background research, found this guy named Zach Kobe. He plays for the Ahim Mandarin Pirates uh, in the Shikoku, Shikoku? Shikoku? Uh, island league and uh yeah he fills us in all about independent japanese baseball uh kind of blew me away a little bit i wasn't expecting it to be so big and uh from the sounds of it there's more and more opportunities coming our way so without further ado let's get on with this interview
1: powered by Metal punk media your sports marketing agency we put sports center stage
0: zach welcome to the podcast
1: Thanks nice to nice to be on. it.
0: So uh can you can you take us back to you know maybe tell us a little bit about your baseball background and and how it's led to to your current stint uh in Japan.
1: Uh definitely definitely uh I graduated high school baseball in 2007, or high school in 2007 and uh, decided to go play college baseball. Um I played my freshman year at Reed League College, which is in California. And uh, after that, I took uh, two years off and worked on, on airplanes. Um, I decided to go back to junior college to finish up school and uh, continue playing baseball after the coach had called me and uh, invited me to come back and do a little trial for the team and uh, ended up making it. Got a full-out scholarship to Faulkner University in Alabama. Uh, paid for the rest of my schooling and uh, and uh, my last year was my senior year. I was a NAIA all-American as well as a world series champion. So from there it kind of took me down the road uh, uh I had a couple of teams call me "Hey, they were looking at you, you know, possibly going to draft you here, going possibly going to draft you in the 30th, 30th went by, no draft. Um so anyways, I ended up going and playing independent ball in Juliet and uh which is a frontier league. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had a good 3 months while I was there with them. Um, but be, prior prior to that, the summer while I was waiting in between, uh, you know, finding out where I was going to play my first season of pro ball is I this guy, Jason Russellford, taught me out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's when the international baseball kind of sparked for me. But anyway, so I went to Juliet, played in Juliet. And then from there, from there, it's all towards Japan.
0: Okay. And, uh, so how did, how did he spark your interest about international baseball? What, what's his role in international baseball?
1: Um, he has a, he has a small, uh, international agency. Mm-hmm. And so what, what he, he, he's more of a player placement rather than an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd rather be called that uh, because there's some guidelines or something that, mm-hmm. um, doesn't fall through, but, uh, he's a player placement. He has connections in Canada Uh, connections in spain france but his and this and this year uh he had a court he had three guys um he had japan he ran into a you know or a a partner i would say which is a san diego sports uh, a sports authority Mm -hmm. which is a japanese-based firm in america Mm -hmm. and it's based out of san diego well they japanese baseball opened their doors to Gaijin's, which is foreign player, which is a foreigner. Mm -hmm. And it opened, it opened his doors to foreign players and they wanted to bring in more foreign players. So this year they had uh, a showcase in Japan for not only Japanese players, but for this agency to bring out players for this showcase. I see. Um, so we brought three guys, we brought three guys San Diego sports authority brought four or five guys. And, uh, they, they also reached out to a couple guys, a guy in Spain and a guy in France mm-hmm. and brought them to the showcase. So I think a total, there was 10 of us. Um, but he, he sought me out through a friend of mine who he had, who he had got a, a job in Canada for, mm-hmm. um, and then Keith Kendell, who's yeah. currently in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, And so he opened the doors for that. So we took a, we went out all in and we all packed our bags up. And for 15 days we came out to Japan, not knowing really what was going on, what was going to happen. Um, I, I was pretty much, I was pretty much guaranteed my foot in a door with it, with two teams. Um, they had already they had already seen video. They looked at my numbers, so they would just come and just make sure that the numbers match the player. Mm-hmm. And um, we came out we came out here, and I I was told <laughs> that I exceeded their expectations, and, uh, and they end up they end up having a draft. There was I want to say there was close to eighty five guys uh, at the showcase. Mm-hmm. we played 15 days i mean it was beautiful country it took care of us nice um, but it's a totally different style of baseball i mean you get off and it's practice okay practice, well, practice, we'll practice, yeah practice.
0: we'll get into but. that for sure um of these 85 guys are they were they all american guys or or that was that a mix of the japanese and
1: players as well the J- japanese and, and uh foreign players okay yeah. and so
0: uh, of all of you guys that came over, how many of you ended up getting picked up? Uh,
1: there was four four of us from from the guys that came out uh, out of the ten, mm-hmm. okay. and two 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 of them were the guys that J- Jason brought from from our agency, and the other two were from the San Diego Sports Authority. Okay, so um.
0: All right. And did, did you have to pay your own flight to go over there? No,
1: everything was paid for by the agency.
0: Okay. Interesting. So, uh, at this point, how many foreign players uh, are in the the league that you're in right now?
1: Uh, with with the four, I would like, I would say there's probably roughly between twelve and fifteen. Okay. Um, but by us by, by coming coming out to this to the showcase opened another door um, they also wanted to do another showcase another showcase to get more gouging so what they did is they asked Jason to put on um they asked our agency to put on a, a showcase in california mm-hmm. so in Fresno two days after we got back, we did this this showcase for him. There was a hundred and twenty seven guys. There was a thirty there was a thirty player invite. Um, so what I went through is I went through all my player contacts that I had of guys that I knew were looking for jobs, guys that could play at a decent level of professional baseball. Mm-hmm. And I went through and we invited these guys. Jason went through his contacts and Alex Sunderland, who is another guy, who's was playing for a team here, uh the Kagwa all Gunners mm-hmm. uh went through his contacts. We sat down, we we made this list and came out. And out of that out of that uh out of that they drafted seven guys from out of the hundred and twenty. Okay. Hundred and twenty seven, I believe.
0: And are these the only two agencies that are, are involved with this showcase or are, are gathering players for this showcase, and, and is it invitational only, or, or uh, how does it work? Can you apply to to you know get your name in this showcase? Uh,
1: yeah, you, it was it was an open it was an open in, uh, an open tryout, um, but these invites only was the, were the guys that really didn't have to pay. It was like fifty or seventy five bucks, I believe, mm-hmm. at the door. I see. And uh and the the invite only did a day before did a a preview tryout for these for these teams. So there was there were fifteen there were fifteen teams that flew in, there's two leagues. There's the Shikoku Island League, which I play in and then there's the B C League, which is northern Japan, or southern Japan. Mm -hmm. Um but these teams came out and they did a the thirty guys did a day before tryout. Or you know, kind of like a trial, like a little workout.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and so you're, and when you're speaking of the the twelve to fifteen imports that are that are in the league that you're in, so that's just within the league you're in. And then you're saying there's a whole another independent league in the north or south somewhere else, BBC. Um, so there, obviously, then there's some uh, there's there's some opportunities there as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, both of leagues are closely tied. There's actually there's actually only four teams in our league. Um, but there's, I believe there's 12, there's 12 in the other league. And then there's two or three, um, private teams that play, that play these teams that don't have a league, but they're just, um, they're a professional team. They go and they play pretty much exhibition games.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. So are they professional leagues then? Like the Japanese players are paid as well?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's 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 uh I mean it's it's just like a, a the independent leagues in the states. I mean, it's a big time professional. Uh we play in huge stadiums, absolutely huge stadiums.
0: Yeah.
1: Um our home stadium seats I think it's 60,000. Wow. Or 40,000, 40 or 60,000s it's huge. It's uh it's on a, a major it's a major league exhibition stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, everything's official. Sponsors. I mean, it's crazy. Thousands of fans. Really? So uh, how many thousand fans yeah. do you think you get to a home game? On average, we, we're 10 games in. We're 10 games in the season right now. On average, I'd probably say we get close to two to 3,000 average, um, depending on who's pitching. Uh, we got we have two we have a a big time NPB player which is the big which is the big league the major league here mm-hmm. um, who pitched for twenty years in the major leagues and he's forty two now yeah. so <laughs> he he goes out there and he still slings he's still upper eighties
0: yeah
1: with with movement and then we got a uh, another NPB pitcher who just got released last year who's probably going to go back up next year he's ninety and ninety three. Yeah, and uh, wow. so it really just depends on who's pitching.
0: So, how would you compare that this league to the Frontier League?
1: You know, it's 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 hit and miss. The pitching the pitching is so so. Um, you every team has about one or two starters that are, are lights out, hmm. pretty competitive. Um, but the the bullpens here are, are kind of weak. They're they're not great. Yeah. But they're not they're not bad okay. they're kind of hit and miss you know um every team has a good closer that just is lights out so I mean it's really just what now you catch what now you catch the team on and who's who's really pitching
0: yeah
1: so what what are the major
0: differences you can see between the two leagues? you mentioned something about how it's just it's quite a bit different there
1: um, just here. Well, the fir- the first thing you got the first thing is like the, the style of play. The style of play is, is fast. Because they play on all dirt infields. Uh-huh. It's a it's a wow. fast style of play. There's a lot of bunny, there's a lot of running. And and the players are different. The players are all, all built for speed here. They're hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah. Um there's no absolutely no fat on the on these guys.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they look like soccer players, is really what <laughs> yeah. is really what they look like. But it's it's a fast style of play. There. The middle infielders have range for for days. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah.
0: It's kind of how right. I envision it. Is just it would be it'd be amazing to see a game like that. Yeah, I'd love to come. I'd love to come over there oh. and, and watch sometime.
1: Um, I should actually send you the league. Uh, our our games are broadcasted online.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I did a little research into your league. I, I honestly can't re- pronounce it right now, but, uh, um, I yeah I did a little research, but I'll, I'll definitely check that out. If I could watch it online, I'd I'd like to see that. Um, so, how many games are you playing in a season then?
1: It's a eighty game season. Yep. Um, they they call it they call it a two our season is they call it two seasons, mm-hmm, first you. season second season. But it's only like half, you know, the halfway point is really what it is. Yeah. So uh, what?
0: What like what's the time frame? Like when does the season begin and end?
1: Uh, we started what's April May. Uh, let's see, we started. Around mid-Ap- mid-April, mm-hmm. um, but the spring training here was two months long. Wow! So uh, you've been I got here there f- since January or what? Yeah, I got here January 29th or 30th, mm-hmm. and then two months of spring training, and we're we're about ten we're about ten games in. We played four exhibitions exhibition games against uh, major league teams to start off the season. Oh, nice! And then yeah so i mean the the exposure in this league is phenomenal there's always there's always big time scouts at our game there's always a hand like three or four i mean it's broadcasted plus all our all the coaches in this league are big time major were big time major league players so they give their feedback back to their teams yeah or the team that they're affiliated with wow that's huge
0: so uh Yeah, that's just—it's a little bigger than I was expecting to hear. So that—that's pretty impressive. And I uh, know—I know, you know, that as far as foreigners uh, coming to Japan, I I guess that's that's pretty new. How how long have they been they've been uh, importing into these independent leagues?
1: Uh, This league, this—I don't know much about the BC league. I only know a little bit from I have a buddy that plays out there. Um, I only know a little bit about it, but I know our league. Is ten years old, and so I think within their second or third season they were starting to bring players in.
0: Oh, okay, so it's but, been a little while then. Okay,
1: yeah. And this 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 season marks its tenth season. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's a big thing here for these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and by this year, I didn't realize how big it was until I actually got here. Now they want to import more and more because this league is established. It's getting well known throughout, you know, not only through Japan but it's getting it's getting known nationwide. Or worldwide, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that they want to bring, they want to open their doors to bring the highest level of ball that they can. So it so,
0: sounds like maybe there'll be more teams popping up as well.
1: Yeah, there there was two or three years ago. There was a fifth team in this league, mm-hmm. and it ended up folding. But there is there is talk of expansion. There is talk of both the BCL League, mm-hmm. which is the Northern League, and the Shikoku Island League combining. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean it's what what they do is at the end of the season, the champion from our league plays the champion of their league.
0: I see. Okay. So they have twelve teams. You have four, but yet the champion of your four-team league will will play the champion of their their league.
1: Yeah, yes. And the, what I believe is what just happened within the last year or so is that they they knocked down the barricade of the Gaijin limit. So now there's no limit of how many teams could. How many guy genes can be on each team?
0: And guide genes again are imports, just for for people that are yes. are lost with that. Okay. Yes, yeah,
1: sir. So um, I've I've been learning I've been learning Nihongo since I've been here, which is Japanese, yeah. and it's a it's a it's a crazy story, you know. I'm I'm half Japanese, oh, okay. so the fact. The fact that I get to come over here and learn a little bit about my culture is is mind blowing just
0: now, now I know another person that's half japanese that's I'm going to be interviewing soon who also is playing in in japan uh do you think that how big a role that does that play or are there are there a, a lot of um uh people that don't have any uh Japanese descent that are over there
1: apartment mm-hmm. uh twenty twenty minutes from the field um but he said the rest of the team live in dorm style living. We live in a big, uh, like a big dorm, um, which is really nice. It's ten. It's not even ten minutes away from our practice field. It's actually walking distance from our practice field. We're outside mm-hmm. of the city. We're in the biggest city in, in Ehime, which is our state. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we're about twenty minutes from the city where our home, where our home stadium is. Our practice field is five minutes walking. Um, so they really don't give us a car we we don't really need, have a need for it, yeah. but we have, have bikes and that's really how we get around. We walk, ride our bikes to the city, ride our bikes to the practice ground. Yeah. Um, but the living, the living is great. We live in a dorm. Everybody has their own room. Uh, I mean, it's it's it reminds me of college living if, <laughs> if you could think of it all over again.
0: Yeah, sounds like yes. sounds like a good time. Um, you know, I know it, I'm I'm a little more of an expert in the in, the, in Europe here, and uh, you know, the standard the standard uh, offer across Europe is a return flight and and you know the, the accommodations and usually just a small salary ranging from four hundred to a thousand a month kind of thing in, in euros that is. Um, is, it, is that comparable or or is it is it better
1: No, it's uh they pay you better than they pay you better than independent pay okay uh in the states uh the basic i know in the frontier league the basic contract for a rookie one was six hundred bucks a month and mm-hmm. uh, i think the the max was thirteen hundred okay um first year players here exceed that okay good. Uh, so i think i think the minimum with the i mean i don't know what the the Japanese ball players here have but I know talking too with Jason and kind of what they what they were kind of bringing to the table was the first year rookies in Japan were were starting at like fifteen hundred
0: okay
1: um so and I think depending on what team you're with, some teams paid for their flights some some teams didn't pay for their flights mm-hmm. um, and then you know I guess it's really what you get into your contract. The contracts were negotiable through these teams, yeah. Um, so it, I guess it's just really what you negotiated into your contract. Yeah. Um, you know, room and board. Most of the, most of the guys that I've talked to, they got their flights paid for, yeah. but they didn't get their housing paid for.
0: I see. So, so, so it sounds like to me, like there's some, some clubs that are quite a bit larger than others, maybe, uh, as far as budget wise or, or with sponsors and things like that, or, or like, do you find some, some clubs are, are dominant in the league or is it, is it pretty competitive or, um, Talent levels, talent levels
1: pretty equal. Um, pretty equal. It's just some, it's really just moral standings for, for some guys. Uh, I know Kochi, e, I don't want to put anybody, anybody's team on blast. I know Kochi is yeah. kind of, um, the guys in Kochi e said that they didn't get anything. They just got basic salary. They had to pay for everything as they got here, their flights, um, everything else. Uh, the rest of the guys are, um, you know, they're pretty much on on a good pace. They're happy with their what they offered them. Happy with what they got when they got out here. Mm-hmm. Um, our team, our team here in Akhima is the biggest state and is pretty much the the money powerhouse. Okay. But they don't they don't spend their money like the New York Yankees. They don't go out there and just buy the best players they get. Yeah. It, you know it's really here's about the guys that they find and. Develop, developing them as ballplayers, they give a lot of guys chances here. That you know, that in America, if you didn't perform within the first two weeks of getting to where you were going, they release you and they find another guy. You yeah. know,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so it's they have they have here. It's a it's called a practice squad. There's 26 man roster, mm-hmm. and you can hold up to I think 35. I believe is what it is. Yeah. So and those guys are practice players. So, you just don't want to be put on the practice squad because you only make like I think two hundred bucks a month.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I you know and I can imagine flights to Japan aren't aren't cheap either. So I mean, if if they're if if they're not picking that up, and then you're on the practice squad, uh, it'd be pretty tough to get by. So, are you like visa wise? Are I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure what the, the 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 laws are there. Like, uh, are you there on a on a on working visa then?
1: Yeah, I'm 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 here on an entertainment visa. It's okay. a work visa, uh, entertainment work visa. Okay. Um, I actually flew. I actually flew here. I, I got signed. Uh, they drafted me. I signed my contract, and I was a little worried. Um, they sent me my flight and everything. I was worried. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. Where's my work visa? Where's my work visa? I can't go. And then, like, two days before, they're like, hey, just get on the flight as planned. Mm -hmm. Everything will be taken care of. We'll meet you at the airport. We'll meet you at the customs gate. So they walked me through the customs gate, um, got everything taken care of. Two days later, I'm at the customs office filling out a a visa form. Mm -hmm. And three days later, I'm going back to the office, and my visa was already ready. So, I mean, it, it, it was a weird process, but um i guess it's it's a baseball fanatic country yeah so so uh,
0: my i i'm just a little i'm just curious because i'm i'm pretty sure some some of the people listening are are curious um are do you think uh or do you have a part of your heritage is Japanese so do you qualify, um, you know, for uh, dual citizenship or anything like that? Or do you think just any uh, any uh, American can come over, whether they have Japanese, Japanese heritage or not, and qualify
1: for, for a working visa? Um, you know, uh, there, there, when we looked into it and I talked to my translator, he said they were really firm on giving out uh, work visas. He said it's it's if you have a job already lined up, it's it's easy to get one. Mm-hmm. But they said they said if you don't have anything lined up to come over and try to find a job, it, it's kind of hard. Yeah. With with being Japanese heritage, um, for dual citizenship, I thought about that because that would that would easily give me a chance to go up to the NPV faster. Yeah. Um, I you know I've thought about that, and that's a that's a question that maybe later on down the road i can answer i still have to i'm still trying to get that translated from from my front office
0: yeah it's definitely worth looking into Uh, i could probably ask you questions for another hour but uh, uh i'm out of time myself and uh and we're coming on uh almost half an hour here on the interview uh but maybe i can follow up down the road um and uh you know towards the end of your season and and see how the season went and and maybe uh Dive in, dive down a a couple other routes, uh, and uh, get a little more, a little deeper into independent uh, Japanese baseball.
1: Yeah, just let me know when, and I'll be available.
0: Perfect. Well, Zach, I I appreciate your time, and uh, you know, I'm yeah, it's interesting to hear your story, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how it pans out and how the league develops over the years. And uh, yeah, I hope we can we can uh, keep in touch.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Right on. Thanks, Jeff, Zach, and uh, talk to you soon.
1: Okay. All right. Bye. Powered by Punk Media, your sports marketing agency. We put sports center stage.
0: That wraps up episode number 26. I want to thank Zach for filling us in about independent Japanese baseball. Uh, to break it down for you in a quick summary, uh, there's two leagues, the Shikoku, Island League and the Baseball Challenge League, called the BC League. Uh, also, there's a, the few other independent clubs that don't belong to a league uh, that also play with within all these independent clubs. Um, there's a showcase in San Diego, I believe, once a year. It's an open tryout, fifty to seventy-five dollars. Uh, you show up, show them what you got, and if you're lucky, you'll get picked up. But there's a lot of competition. About 120 players were there in 2014. And uh, it sounds like maybe 15 of them were picked up. Zach played for the Ahim Mandarin Pirates, uh, which was in the Island League. Uh, this league has only four clubs. Uh, and the BC League has 12. And then those few other floater clubs, I think there's about four more of those. Um, also, the, the schedule starts uh, with exhibition games, uh, the preseason in early February, and I guess uh, from the sounds of it, it's two months long, uh, which is quite a long time. But uh, I guess that gives you plenty of time to, to get over the jet lag and, and, and get warmed up for the season. Uh, and Apparently they play even some MLB teams uh, during that exhibition time. Uh, they get a couple thousand fans a game on average. Yeah, there's some huge facilities uh, the living accommodation sound pretty darn good uh, dorm style living, but uh, it sounds like it's it 's a blast and and pretty decent quality. Uh, the compensation is fifteen hundred a month for rookies, uh, which you need to you need to negotiate these clubs will negotiate with you, but it sounds like you can get at least fifteen hundred a month plus return flight uh, once you 're there you need to keep keep your numbers up, but they won 't send you home like a lot of the independent clubs do uh, back in the states. They'll keep you around. Uh, they'll put you on their practice squad, and then you're only earning a couple hundred a month. Hey, but you're still in Japan, and you're getting paid to play baseball. So if you have a little extra coin in your pocket, then even that isn't the end of the world. So. Okay, if you guys enjoyed this episode, I'd appreciate it if you share it on Facebook or if you like it or if you tweet it. Uh, but more, even more so, I'd like to hear your comments, your feedback. Uh, if you can just comment right there on the podcast episode, uh, I'd appreciate it and I want to hear what you think. And also, if you want to be on the IBC podcast, uh, you can email me at internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com. So I'm out of here. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time.